Hello and welcome to the third episode of the Three Words Max podcast. I'm Asa Wheatley. And I'm Adam Foley. The best introduction we've ever done. It's the only time I've introduced myself. The only time we've introduced ourselves within like 10 seconds of opening. That's fine. Yeah, normally we leave it for about a minute and a half before we actually say who Until we are. remember, well you remember, I'm just like, ah, this podcast yeah, until we remember that we actually should introduce ourselves because otherwise nobody knows who we are and why we're talking about anything. Yeah. Okay, so, you have a school story. I have a kind of school story. It's more s- explaining what we used to do during your 11 break time. Do you remember this? I, I think I, so. I, I'll get to it and then you'll be kind of... Oh, yeah! I think so. Um, We... I am... Um, our group was me, Asa, and three other friends. We've probably mentioned them already in the podcast before. Barbin, Kishin, and Craig. I don't know if we have mentioned them. We have. We When we talked about the Fright Fest stories. Oh, yes. We never mentioned Barbin. No. Um, anyway. So, this needs a mystery. Yeah. <laughs> we, joke. We'd um, always hang out. And, blah, 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 and then I eventually started branching out a little bit. And I made friends with um, uh, two girls. Got to hang out with them. And... Eventually pulled Ace into it, persuaded him to come visit me uh, on the break times and but to see each other more often. Um, this is when we start becoming friends as well, like really getting to know each other. But <laughs> walking this, to school stories. Walking to school stories, yeah. Uh, but this one's mostly about what we did during those breaks and like how it all suddenly turned from being outside and being open to the world. And I blame myself for you now being quite close and wanting to be inside. We'll bring you inside. We'd always hang out on the third floor. Look, second floor. Uh, we had this little second walkway. floor. I thought it was third floor. Yeah, the first floor, second floor. No, because your ground floor, first floor, second floor. There's only three floors. Oh, top okay. floor. The top floor. I was thinking of it the American, the American way, though. I was thinking of it as first floor, second floor, third floor. I don't know why. I it's, not that, it's not that important, to be fair. No. But um, at this point, we were in year eleven, and we weren't allowed to be inside the school during break times ever, unless oh, you were yeah. in the hall. I remember which for me was the stupidest rule you could come up with. Yeah. Because being outside caused fights. Because they didn't want kids hanging around in school. <laughs> they didn't want to look after us. Yeah, basically. They didn't want to do their job, partially. Uh, anyway, so we started hanging out on the third floor, and it reached a point where teachers would recognise us being there and just come out at times they knew we'd be there. We had <laughs> yeah. Atkirst and McKenna. There was a lot of... That was where all the art classes were. Art classes and the business school. Yeah, and the teacher that I hated the most... Um, I think the university became the hate, most hated um, sixth form teacher as yeah. well. Although, form. although I hated her so fucking much. And she hated me as well. It was mutual hate. It was mutually assured destruction. And But I think the thing that made it worst, jump into when we like finished um, and when we were picking up our final A-level results, she literally came up to me and was just like, oh, like, what did you get? Because she, like, I don't know, she had to find out for the school's records or whatever, but I, I don't really understand. I think it was just like she was finding out which of the students from this terrible, terrible secondary school actually managed to make it into a university. And she literally came up to me and said, like, oh, like, did you manage to get in? Like, what did you get? Did you get the grades I, like you wanted? And I hated her, so I just was kind of like, yeah, I did, and, like, wanted to, like, leave. And then she said, oh, just one second. She just went, oh, um, what's your name? I just need to... And I looked at her, and I was so, so angry. It was just like, 
You made my life fucking hell in your shitty little art class. You threw away my artwork, and I fucking hated you so much. And you don't even remember my fucking name! <laughs> and so I just left, and I don't know if she ever found out what my name was. I don't think anyone actually... I think everyone had one art teacher that they... I hated this. She yeah. was, I had her in DT, and I had her for like three years, basically. Four years. In like, between year seven, eight, and nine, I essentially had her for four years. I had her for a year in DT and years seven, eight, nine for art. And every time, she would lose her work and then blame me. Oh, you didn't put it away? No. I put it in where my name is, and you've lost it, you stupid <laughs> cow. I hated the woman. And then she's picking my little sister because she doesn't like me. Yeah. Because I, I, I argued with her, and she recognizes the name. And she, at one point, she called up my house, and my mom, and my mom said, it was kind of like, along the lines of, oh, Claudia's not doing her GCSE homework, she's going to fail her GCSE art. Yeah. And at the time, my little sister had been doing her art project for three hours straight. Yeah. And my mom actually just swore down the phone to the art teacher, saying, well, she's fucking doing it in front of me, and I've heard stories about you from my um, eldest, uh, my big sister, my son, and now Claudia, I've all said, you bully them, you pick on them, you pick on the students, and... I remember someone once told me she fell down the stairs chasing a sandwich. That she yes, bought. that's true. I remember that. <laughs> I wish I had seen that because that would have been I fucking reckon, hilarious. I don't think many students would have um, not paid to see that. I would have paid to see that. I would have paid to see it. I would have, uh, like... Recorded it and put it on YouTube and just been laughing my head off. Yeah, the only way I would have paid more if it was... I see, I never had a problem with that. I fucking hate it. The only problem I had was the cards situation in sixth form. Oh, yeah, when we'd play... So we'd play, like, Flatjack and attempt to play poker in the middle of our, in, like, our breaks or in our free periods. And I have letters home from that just being like, Ace has been playing cards and not using his time wisely. I should point out when you said blackjack and poker, we were never gambling as well. Yeah. There was never any malicious... It's not not illegal underage gambling. (laughs) We weren't running a fucking ring. But, yeah, so... Although that would have been cool. It would come to the point where she'd walk into the common room, and her office was in the common room. Yeah. So she'd walk into the common room during her three periods where she wasn't actually working either. She'd just sit in the common room and relax there. She'd sit in the common room, look at personal reports and think how she can demoralise and <laughs> make people hate themselves. So anyway, she'd walk in and the first reaction you'd see, and there'd be about 15 of us playing with one deck of cards. Yeah. Uh, it's just a huge... There'd be like of... four groups of people playing cards as well, like all over the common room. Most of the six of them were playing cards. Quite simple. Because it was easy. Because you could just bring a deck of cards in and yeah. entertain yourself for four and hours. Or if you were in a course where you were the only one who, like, you had no real close friends there, yeah. it was an easy way to just be around people and not have to yeah. talk to them. And, like, <laughs> there were some yeah. people in that, in that school I couldn't stand, but when we were playing cards, I could just it was fine. zone them out. Yeah. And you um, can play cards with them because you don't have to talk to them, really. Exactly. You can just mock them when you win. Yeah. Because the intelligence in that school wasn't the highest. No, it was a terrible fucking school. Everyone was thick. Apart from us, apparently. Apart from us, yeah, because we actually managed to get into uni. But I managed to get a C in art. I don't know how that happened. I didn't get good grades in anything. I got a C in French because I cheated in my exam. <laughs> With the help of my French teacher, though. Explain, so, explain that, Alan. You've never told me Okay, so basically, we had um, oral French exams where we basically had to... Uh, they recorded us, um, like, answering questions in French. But they only, like, tape-recorded you, and we got the questions beforehand, so you'd get all the questions in English, and all the, like, and they'd all be in French as well. So, you, like, it would be like, this is going to be question one, write your answer, like, 
four weeks beforehand and then just memorise your answer and then that's because it's it's less a test of like can you make up French on the spot and more can you just remember how to say it properly I was terrible I couldn't fucking do it for the life of me but we got into the exam and it's you're just in a room with the French teacher like there's no one else in the it's not like you're in the middle of a hall you're in a little dark room tape recorder French teacher, your notes still in front of you, and then as soon as you start, you're supposed to like kind of put your notes away, and then you're just supposed to memorize it. And the um, the French teacher like reads out the questions, and so what happened was I started, and I got stuck on the first question because I was fucking terrible. I didn't know how to speak any French, and I got stuck on the first question. And I, instead of attempting to say anything, I just kind of sat there just like, uh, and didn't say anything. I just couldn't say anything, because I didn't know any French. I was just like, I don't know what to say. Part of me just wants to be like, uh, bonjour? Bonjour, je m'appelle. I don't even know that much. That's probably what the question wanted. (laughs) I didn't actually know that much. And so it got to the point where, my, like, I had looked at my notes just before. So I'd looked at my notes about 30 seconds before the question came up, and I still couldn't remember. And so what she did, I, I had turned my notes over, like, on the table, and she just turned them back and then just tapped them as if to just be like, just read it. You're thick. <laughs> just read it. You're not going to be able to do this otherwise. So just read it, and you'll be fine. And so I read it. I read through it. And I managed to somewhat get, like, I'm, the pronunciation was terrible, I'm sure. I'm sure any French person that listened to it was just like, this kid is a fucking retard. But the, I think the thing that made it worse, but kind of better, I don't really know. Like, my French teacher said it was a good thing that it happened, but I always found it really fucking annoying, is we got to the end of it, and I think I was the second person to um, have that exam I think one person had gone before me and then so I was the second person doing that exam and she turned around went to switch the table cord off she'd never switched it on so I just cheated in a whole French exam that wasn't recorded (laughs) so the whole French exam that I had just done and I'd like read out whatever from the paper yeah none of it got recorded and she was just like oh no didn't record it at least it's like at least it's happening right at the beginning of the day. I was like, what the fuck do you mean? It just happened to me. I don't want it to happen to me. That's retarded. But she was just like, oh well, like because she corrected me on pronunciation in between. So she was just like, oh well, okay, it didn't record. I'll tell you a couple of things here. I'll like connect, and I meant like I got to spell it out um, in the way that you pronounce it. And so I did a few like put some more notes on my, like, questions page, and then instead of, like, me looking at the first question and then just her looking at me and I just look like a fucking idiot because I don't know what to say, I had my paper from the start, so instead of there being a 10-20 second pause after the first question before I answer, I go into it straight away because I've got the paper in front of me and I can just read it. You're saying just reading from a script. Yeah, I'm suddenly suddenly confident. Yeah, like, luckily she didn't record the first one because if anyone listened to the first one and the second one, they'd be like, well, he obviously cheated. (laughs) But I luckily, I got away with it and I managed to get a C.
Nice. I was quite proud of it. That's not even the most inept teaching thing I've ever heard. Um, no. In year 11, GCSE English, which is a big thing. I mean, some companies I've applied to work for have asked for Bs in GCSE English still. Yeah, like GCSE English and Maths. They're the big ones that they yeah. all want. Everything we else is useless. My class was given a supply teacher <laughs> for the year who wasn't an English teacher. She taught law. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> And then you know what she did? She lost all my coursework. Nice. And I had to do, I think it was five pieces of coursework we had in English? Something like that. Five pieces of coursework over the space of a week, which, looking back on it, was pretty easy, because all you had to do was, uh, and then they said this, and that means, it's pretty easy. Um, This poem says this, this means (laughs) this. But back then, it was kind of like the hardest thing you've ever done in English coursework. It was um, less hard, it was just, it took up time. And yeah, it was like, you have to do 2,000 words. Really? Yeah. I was only like, like 500 words. Yeah, it was like 500. It's like, <laughs> do one paragraph, and you're just like, oh, oh my god. god. Yeah, I have time for this shit. I, I've just done my dissertation at uni, 10,000 words. That's anything other than, like, 2,000 words for me now. It's like, I can do that in hours. Oh, I'm so glad I didn't, for my dissertation, I could just make a film, so rather than having to actually write 10,000 words. Well, I'm very proud of my achievement on that dissertation, because I did my dissertation in less than a week. Very I got good. a B on it. I basically proved a problem with a massive industry in a week. Very good. Exactly. And then no one wants to hire me apart from my uncle. <laughs> yeah, and not even the job that you want. <laughs> you work in a pharmacy. I enjoy those. It's fun. Um, Fair enough. But I had a point, another point to make. She entered me for lower grade English. <laughs> I was in you're higher. A, you're a stupid person. You go in this one. I was in higher for every other exam. Yeah. And my name was supposed to be under the higher list. And when I went to my GCSEs, I was told that I was doing higher English. Yeah. Went to find my name in the higher section because we were split into two. It wasn't there. And I had to sit the lower exam question because there was nothing they could do about it. Uh, so I got 90 something percent in the lower exam. Came out with like nearly a perfect C, yeah. but I came out with a C so coming out with a B or an A that I could easily have gotten. I would have just, well, to be fair, I wouldn't have given a shit, to be honest. I, I didn't give a shit then, because I was like, oh, yeah. well, now I'm kind of thinking it kind of screwed me up a little bit. I know what you mean. A few of the jobs I applied for, they were like, oh, we can't do this job because you've got a B. Because you've got a B, yeah. It's kind of like, well, yeah. But that, that school used to be very, very useless. I mean, it's improved a lot. It used to be, well. Well, they started hiring more people like Tui. Mr. Tui is fantastic. Yeah, he was a good I teacher. I think we mentioned him in the last one, did we? Yeah, we talked about going to the zoo, but he never took us to the zoo. Yeah. You bastard. <laughs> um, he told me, like, if I can rip anyone together, so I'm going to try and yeah. pull you back in. I know I can get Kishin back in. I'll just go to the zoo by myself. I want another man, if another man is paying for me to go to the zoo, because he's promised so years he's ago. Better, if he's going to pay for it. Then yeah, then. he'll pay for it. But, but you know what he does now? He, he can pay for my train ticket, too. He taught my little sister for her five years, like, between 7 and 11. Yeah. And, like, every so often he's like, oh, as a class, let's go Nando's. What? As a class, let's go to the park and have a picnic. That would have never like, happened. On like Saturdays or stuff. Yeah. But it's like, he kind of grew up and helped the class a little bit. More yeah, that would time. never have happened when, like, whenever we were at school. I'm trying to think of any... Oh, our year was terrible, though. Oh, yeah. If, was if he invited our class, like, in, say, year nine now, he would have been called Peter. Yeah. Yeah, by the class. Yeah. Not by, by other people. <laughs> by, by the, the class. people, he was like... Like, oh yeah, I've just bought you Nando's. Yeah, thanks, you pedophile. <laughs> um, I think in the seven we had um, a math teacher, I can't remember his name, but there were, he would ne- there was only about two white people in my class. Yeah. I think it was Sam and Danny. Yeah. And we went to a very mixed, mixed school. school yeah. Mixed in London. I mean, well, I say it's mixed. There was only about six white people there. <laughs> Me being one of them. I counted as half. Yeah. 
Uh, it's probably pointed out on the podcast, actually. I'm half Indian, half Irish, so the school being mixed, I fit in it perfectly. Yeah, and remember then people going, oh, he's racist, he, I never tell Sam or Danny off, not really thinking that you're telling them off for a reason. It was just kind of like, well, no, you can talk in class, yeah. shut the fuck up, and then you won't get detention. It's true. Everyone just seemed to be picked on that class because they weren't white. Yeah. Stupid yeah. Little. Reverse racism. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Woo! I remember, though, in, like, talking about substitute teachers coming along and teaching you GCSEs, we had that same exact thing, but we had it in our A-levels. Ooh. And it wasn't a substitute teacher. It wasn't a qualified teacher. It was someone training to be a teacher. Who was it? I have no idea who she was. What class was it? It was English. Oh. And she was, tra- like, she was supposedly training was to be a teacher. Was it pretty, pretty one? I cannot remember. She annoyed the shit out of me. Like, I, I remember she asked me, yeah, she asked me for homework once, um, and I was like, oh, I didn't do it, because I've, I've got my, like, history exam right after this, so I've been kind of concentrating on that, my English exam isn't for a week, so I'm kind of concentrating on something else, and she was just like, that's not an excuse, and I was just like, well, it's my excuse, and then that was it, she was just <laughs> like, you have to bring it in next time, I was like, I'm probably not going to do it. <laughs> you're not a proper teacher, you can't say anything. That was the extent of our school. Our school just gave us teachers who weren't qualified. No, you know what, though? It's, um, it was pointing out to us. I think it was because of that. Uh, it was pointing us out to us. I think it was um, one of our economics teachers. I think it was Mr. Mirabox. Yeah. Who said, you don't need to be a qualified teacher to teach people past GCSE. For A-level, they could be qualified in their field, but don't yeah. have to be a qualified teacher, which for me seems a bit pointless. That is stupid. Because in college, that was yeah, all just professors. Yeah, there will never be a teacher there, rarely. Yeah, yeah. Because if there was a like, if I was getting teacher taught by just a teacher, I'd be well pissed off. That'd be annoying. Like, just like, oh yeah, we're just gonna teach you this because I don't know, I have an actual qualification. <laughs> and I'm just gonna be like, yeah, uh, kind of guess this. And going back to the the unqualified teacher that taught us A levels, um, we were learning something about poetry, and it was kind of like. Um, I think it was pre, not pre-war, um, pro-war and anti-war, and we had another English teacher, because we kind of, it was split between two English teachers, like our, all our lessons, and one English teacher had taught, and he was a qualified English teacher, and he had taught us, um, one, like, he had taught us the start of this one poem, and he was like, this is a pro-war poem, this is like, or anti- either way, he said it was one side. We get into, about a week later, we get into the um, learning teacher's lesson, and she starts teaching us, and we're like, oh, we've already like started learning this. And she's like, oh, yeah, so you know, it's an anti-war poem then. And we're all just like, no, it's a pro-war. And she's like, no, it's anti You can obviously see that. Looking at us like, we're all fucking idiots. <laughs> just being like, no, 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 this is definitely anti-war. How can you be so stupid to think that? And then... One of, like, because we hardly got a chance to say anything, and then one person will just like, oh, well, actually, Mr. Blah Blah said that this is a pro-war poem, and she was just like, oh? <laughs> and there was silence, and we were all just like, yeah, that's right, you fucking idiot. That's why you're not qualified, and he is. I just remember nothing about our school, and this what might be, school. this might explain how terrible it was. There was a show on, I think it was Channel 5, a long time ago, we were in the United time, I remember, I remember that. And um, classroom chaos. As it well. was our year as well. Yeah, it was. Um, I think it was. It was almost Nancy. our class. 
Yeah, it was. It was messy. It, it would have been your class. Yeah, it would have like, been my she, class. She but went to the other yeah. one. And it was... Um, Luckily, otherwise... <laughs> <laughs> she um, had a hidden camera in her bag and whatnot. Yeah. And basically, it was a class full of boys. Yeah. 13-year-old boys. She prefaces by saying that in our year... It was a mixed school, but in our year, they chose, for some reason, to have two all-boys classes. I think it's because they accidentally accepted more boys. I don't know, like... Yeah, probably. They always said, like, we're doing exper- educational experiments. I think they just had... I think they just too, had too many kids. Yeah, they just had too many, many boys come in. Yeah. Uh, you know what you blow us? They had this opposite thing. They had girls. Two, yeah, they had two... I think they were just kind of like, well, we've cocked up this time, let's yeah. pretend to be doing it. But, um, yeah, so we had two classes of just boy classes, and then the other... Which I was in one of. He was in one of. I was in one of the mixed classes. Yeah. But, so one of the classes that she took over was full of just rowdy boys. Yeah. That entire class was just... The rowdy. other, not my all-boys class, the other all-boys uh, class. We had Q, N, P, K, C, Y, S, L. Q and C were the boys' classes. And Asa was in Q. Yes. Um, and they just ripped her to shit. It wasn't yeah. until she stood in front of the door, ten minutes into lunch, that they didn't. They stopped and sat down and did their lesson. Yeah. If you threatened food at our school, you, the shit, shit food that we got, if you threatened it... There was trouble. I've seen yeah. people storm out of classes, throw teachers aside, and push them behind a door. Because they wanted their food. Because they wanted to go to lunch. There was another point I wanted to bring up, but it's yeah. completely escaped now. Yeah. You start, we started this story talking about something completely different. Oh, yes. So this Wait, is... I want to go back to hating art teachers. Okay. I hated my art teacher so much. I remember going to parents' evening, and, like... My art teacher was someone I really, really disliked. Yeah. I had her for GCSEs. Okay. So she taught me for 10 and 11, and then she was head of sixth form. So for twelve, so for year 12 and year 13, she was there annoying the shit out of me. Because she, like, she obviously knew me from 10 and, like, year 10 and 11. And so from that, she had like learned that I obviously didn't really give a shit about what she was teaching me. And she once told me that comic art wasn't real art, and so that's where I left. I was just like, <laughs> fuck you then. Picasso can't draw for shit. <laughs> she once got so angry because one of the people in the classes said, I, didn't, I don't really like Picasso. Like, opinionated. Not, I think he's fucking terrible. I just, I don't like it. And she went off, she was like, he is one of the greatest masterpiece workers in the whole entire world. You must respect him to be artist. And it was just like, there is something seriously wrong with you. <laughs> the same person, she, um, while we were doing, like, we all had to do, like, a final piece at the end of the year. And he was, like, painting, like, still life. And there was a brown, like, he was doing a, he was drawing a, um, like, fruit, still life. And there was a brown glass bottle in the front. And he, like, drew it all. And then he painted it all up. And it looked fucking amazing. And he painted the bottle. Like, what colour? Would you paint a brown glass bottle? Brown. Well, there you go. Yes, brown. So he's painting it brown. She comes along and is just like, no, that looks fucking terrible. <laughs> and we're all just like, are you serious? This looks amazing. Like, he's definitely getting an A star. There's no way he's not getting an A star. And then this comes along and is just like, yeah, this is fucking terrible. I don't know if she swore, but she, ba- she basically said, this is terrible. I don't know why you've drawn this. One thing I've never understood is how you grade art. I mean, 
it's our opinion, it's, it's, it's just your opinion on what it should look yeah. like. I could see a bowl of fruit and then just draw squiggly lines. I go, that's what I see when I look at that. <laughs> that's my interpretation of it. I'd give yeah. you an A star. Yeah. And then, like, this is, I made a coffin with a skeleton picking out of it. And it was just like, how did I get a C? <laughs> I went to a lot of effort to make... I made a coffin, like, that big. I know, well, actually, I know no one... It. Yeah, I physically made it from, like, mm-hmm. cardboard and paper mache. And then, like, it was a kind of, like, day of the... Like, Mexican Day of the Dead-inspired thing. And it was basically a coffin that was probably about a foot long with a skeleton sticking out of the top half. It was fucking awesome. She threw it away. She threw it in the bin. Like a fucking bitch. <laughs> But, going back to the brown glass bottle incident, so she saw it, was just like, this is so terrible, I hate it so much, you're never gonna, you're never gonna, like, pass drawing it like that. Meanwhile, it's probably the best drawn and painted thing in the entire class, in the entire year. Like, even from all the years that they had previously, and the art they had, his was probably the best thing I had ever seen drawn by, by a student our age. She was just like, it's terrible. She couldn't draw better than he could. I oh, no, no, I've seen some of his art teachers draw. They yeah. are awful. It's terrible. It's just like, how are you an art teacher? This is ridiculous. I can't and imagine it'd be that difficult to be an art teacher. Yeah. If you just, like, if you just have an opinion about art, you're an art teacher. Apparently. If you've got high a lot in university and yeah. you knew your history of art, you're an art teacher, essentially. Pretty much. If you're just like, yeah, Picasso's good, they're like, hired? <laughs> they know who Picasso is, so definitely I like hired. Picasso and Van Gogh. Yeah. Take that. Um, and so she, like, obviously looked at it, it was just like, this is terrible, blah, blah, blah. Um, she went and she got a paintbrush, and she was just like, yeah, you need to change this colour and you need to make it blue. And he was just like, I don't want to do that. And she basically told him, she literally said to him, if you don't change the colour of it, I'm going to fail you. What a bitch! Yeah, she so literally like, said to him. It was his own piece of work, and yeah. he said, it's my, basically, it's my work, I'm not going yeah. to face it for your own yeah. opinion and she went fuck you fail pretty much well no he got an A star because she started painting it blue <laughs> she literally started doing it and he, I, I, I would have probably reacted in the way that I mean, if she said to me if I was going to ask all and I did it yeah. and she said paint that a different colour I would have probably said do it yourself well she did she took that initiative and she went and did well, it well done and um, it was, uh, you remember Travis? Was it Travis? It was Travis. Which Travis? Yeah. Um, Your class or P? P. P, okay. Um, and he, like, he was an awesome artist. He drew some awesome Travis surprised me. He was one of those guys that just appeared really dopey. Yeah. But he was intelligent and good at yeah. everything. He, yeah. He, and he was really, really good at art. And so, but he was also the kind of person that if, if you tried to fuck with his shit, he would pummel you in the face. Um, and I'm surprised he didn't punch right in her jaw. And I think the only reason he didn't is she already, like, she already dabbed the paintbrush in blue, had it in her hand. He was kind of, like, pushing her back, just being like, don't touch it. <laughs> and she was getting, and I think the only reason he didn't, like, kind of fight her more was he didn't want her to, he didn't want to, like, push her and then blue just go everywhere. He was just kind of like, if it's getting to it, and she just did one line, and it was kind of like, well, I've done one ni- line now, it's either going to be ruined, or you're going to have to change it blue. And, I, like, he got so, so, and rightfully so. 
Um, and then I think he started doing it blue, like, because he basically had no choice. Because he had already painted it brown, and now she's painting blue on top of it. You can't really paint brown on top of blue. No. Not kind of, like, glass-like um, blue and brown. And so he did about half of it before the lesson ended. Because it was right towards the end of the lesson. I mean, we'd only do it during lesson time. Yeah. Um, and so it was the end of the day, and, like, we basically had to let. We all got back the next day. She had finished it. She had finished painting it blue. And we all got back, and he just looked at it and was just like, what the fuck just happened? She just, like, ruined it. And it did look worse. Like, no, he could have got a better A-star, you reckon, if she had touched it. Well, no, because she marked his A-star. Oh, oh, so it was because it was her own work, it wasn't A-star. Yeah, because, like, fuck out. She had basically told him that if you do it blue, you're going to get an A-star. If you leave it brown, maybe you won't get an A-star. And it was just kind of like, you can't do that. You can't just bribe people into doing that. That's fucking ridiculous. I, I, I mean, when we were in year 11 at the time, there was a load of stories going around where... Uh, Teachers were getting uh, abused by pupils, and at the time because I, they were cunts. No, no, really. no, 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 not in our school. I'm going to but all over the country. Okay, in our school, that I, I'm happy with it happening in our school because I hated ninety percent of those. But teachers. when you hear stories like that, you kind of understand why someone would eventually snap at a teacher. Yeah, it's like he's worked really hard on that. You've basically gone, I don't like it. Change it. Oh, you're not going to change it. I'm going to do it for you. Yeah, you're not good enough to do it yourself. It's very insulting. I mean, there were times where teachers were very... I mean, I had a, um AS maths teacher. And because of her, I dropped out of maths. It's basically, in our first lesson... Why? Expected, maths, I don't know, anyway. Because I passed it, and I was good at it. <laughs> I, didn't, I never really had to work hard in maths to pass yeah. it. I just knew the stuff. And um, she would basically... In our first lesson, she asked us, oh, can you do this equation? And it was an equation we hadn't done. For I don't know, the four months we've been on holiday. Yeah. Right. I can't remember how to do that. It's always, it's always the way where you get back to school and, and you're you kind need of to, like you need a refresher course. Yeah. You just kind of like, oh well, like can you just remind us? Not can you do it for us? Just remind us how to do it, and then we'll be like, oh yeah, we can. Work yeah, it we can really do anything on that. Like, you know what she said after none of us could do it. You're all going to fail. <laughs> what a way to motivate your class. Do you know how many lessons I went to after that? None. Two. Oh, I wouldn't have gone to. Any. I went to two because I got threatened to get kicked out of sixth form if I didn't turn up that week. Uh, I, I just, I'd have just gone and just not done any of it. I like, I know I'm not coming back. So why would I do the work? <laughs> I, I, pretty, I mean, like they paid for my exams and everything. I just didn't turn up the exams. Yeah. I mean, it got to the point where I was just kind of like, I would rather have two crap A levels than have anything that's at this point. With that teacher. With that teacher. I mean, yeah. for GCSE. I mean, especially since I went from GCSE with Mister Tui, who's a who, really good who's pretty much the god of teachers I've ever had. Yeah. To the devil. Who was it? I can't remember her name now. She was related. Fair enough, related to a student, <laughs> and that's not surprising. It always seems, in all the film and TV I've watched, and as you know, that's where I get all my information from, um, the, the, teachers, the teachers related to people in the school are always the strictest teachers. Tend to be, yeah. Yeah, because they're like, I don't know why. And I've also lived through it, where in my primary school, the head... Like, the headmistress was related to one of the people in the school. And she was his, like, adopted son. Um, and he was a fucking little prat. Like... <laughs> oh, was he the kind of guy who, like, oh, my... Um, yeah, pretty much. And he met, like... Is. She would tell him off, but he'd pretty much get away with whatever he'd do. Yeah. Because um, he was a little bit, like, dim as well. 
So it was kind of the excuse of like, oh, well, he's not so clever, so, like, he doesn't really understand what he's doing. It's like, no, he understands what he's doing, because he's doing it, you're his mum, and he can get away with it. Uh, I had something very similar in my infant school. I went to something kind of weird from everyone else. I had um, nursery to year two in one school, and then I had year three to year six in another one. That is weird. I mean, every, I mean, like, to me, that was normal, because they were, I mean, I, they were next to each other. Oh, was it all part of like, like one, like everyone who went from year two went to year two year three? I mean, they were literally opposite each other, yeah, yeah, but never had any interaction with each other. <laughs> I mean, not everyone went to there. I mean, yeah, you get some people leaving and like that, but like we literally have Carlton Vale Infant School and Kilburn Park Primary School. Okay, they separate entities. We never interacted. Yeah. The only time they interacted with each other is when we were using the field that was the public field. Oh, okay. So, like, now that school has a, now that school has a field, so we're like, okay, we'll use it this time, you can use it that yeah, time, yeah. so that there'll be no crossover, and no, one of us didn't get essentially told to fuck off. In that school, we had the granddaughter of the headmistress there, and she was... Which a, one, like, Kilburn Park, or the... The infant school. The infant school, so the nursery to year school, yeah. year two school. And um, she could, she was a right old bitch at the time. I mean, this was really young and stuff. She, she was a right little bitchy one-year-old. What I can. But, like, I mean, like, six, seven years old, she knew she could be evil in the class and get away with it. Yeah. She knew she could essentially tell the teachers, never, like, swear Never in so many words. But, but like, essentially tell them to fuck off and she did. She, she'd be fine. Yeah. There's only, like, one, te- two teachers she couldn't do that to. The Nigerian teacher, <laughs> who held the uh, Christmas play every year, and then there was also the oldest teacher there, who would basically gone through the time where you could still hit kids. And you can see in her eyes, she missed it. Given the chance, she guessed it. If I was a teacher, I would hit kids. I don't mean why you can't. You can. You can. Legally, you can. If they attack you, though. Uh, if you feel threatened. If you feel threatened. You can't just be, like, sharp and smack a kid on the head. I, I think that... Was, that some teachers did, though. Something like... And I loved it when Mr. that Hughes. happened. Yeah, it was uh, just he, kind of, Mr. like... Mr. Hughes well was recently passed as well. Yeah. But he would and like Buchanan. And Buchanan. They he would literally like, smack you in the head if you were spoken there. Not really like battering things. Not vicious. But like clip around the ear. Yeah, clip around the ear. Or they just, just like I told you to be quiet. Or they just fucking shout at you so loud you might cry. Yeah. I mean I I encourage that at times. Yeah. Because if, if you're in if I ran a school, I'd let all the children be hit. Because <laughs> you get teachers like, you're wasting everyone else's education. Uh, and they'd go on a tangent for five minutes. Yeah, and it would just be like, well, you're wasting everyone's you're education wasting now. Everyone just punch him. Yeah. Punch him in the face. Yeah. Um, One hit, they shut up, you're done. I consider, consider this. My year seven class drove our year seven English teacher mad. She snapped at one point and tried to throw a pen at one of the boys' heads. <laughs> she missed completely, but it was kind of—it was the only person she could aim at. Yeah, and it missed and hit the locker, and all we heard was a boom and stuff like that. I mean, if she she was ready to stand him, if she'd done that like a month before, yeah, we wouldn't have been taking the piss in the class. In year eight English, no eight maths, someone threw a padlock at someone's head. Jesus, Christ. and like proper gave him almost concussion. Yeah, and like that. if that person had been yelled at and given a smack yeah. they would never have done anything ever again no nothing happened to him and he decided I can go more better then yeah. stuff started happening and that's when I think that's where our generation kind of fucked up the yeah. moment I don't think it's our generation I think it's our school no I think there's a generation thing there in our area not everyone oh in our them. area yeah I mean yeah, I think yeah, there's yeah, a bit there's cool. like a generation of people like us who are very tolerant of other people who follow everything law 
And even if it doesn't make sense to me, I will be like, okay, everyone has to do it, yeah. I'll do it. Okay, okay, I won't murder people, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't understand why you can't murder people, let's be honest. Exactly. I'm joking. Um, <laughs> uh, but then you get the other person, like, I'm better than everyone in this class, even though I'm not as intelligent as them, I'm yeah. not as athletic as them, That's I just consider myself though. better. That's right. But that's if you right. get leveled out, the stupider people. Yeah, but the thing is, if you got leveled out early on, yeah. there's no way they can go, oh, well, I'm better than everyone. They're like, oh, I just got embarrassed like a bitch. Yeah, yeah. Although, part of me is just like, it's a good thing, because if you get, like, like maybe they needed a little smack to put them in line. Yeah. But then at the same time, it could have gone the complete opposite way of, they get a smack, then they just stab that teacher. And that in our area, dead. that would happen. And in our area, that would definitely have happened. It's easy to rectify that, though. Just put metal detectors on the wing. Yeah. There are metal detectors on one of the schools in our area. I think it's... I think it's oh, Wembley? It's, no, it's not Wembley. It's in um, Capital City Academy. Yeah, they've got metal detectors. Basically, the nearest school to my house, and I didn't go to it. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. It's on my way to work. Yeah. My way to work is before the park. Yeah. But, yeah, they have metal detectors on the way in, and to me, that makes sense. Yeah. In, in this day and age, in especially day, in our area. Yes. Yeah. I mean, for those who want to know our area, we're roughly just outside Halston and Stonebridge. Yeah. And those Kensal are Green. really bad with Kensal Green. Kensal Green's gone up the cost by a lot. A little bit, yeah. And Kensal Rise was the first one. That just shot up. Out of Kensal Rise has joined Queen's Park now, the good part of Queen's Park. Yeah. And they have... And we and have one part, part. We have one part of... Um, um, Kevin Green, that's good. Which yeah. is your end. Then you have yeah. my end. I was just on the edge of where, where the station is. Where the station yeah. is. Where the sta- once you get to the station, that's where all the stabbing start. Mm. It's that part next to the station. Yeah. So but people have been stabbed outside that station too. Yeah. Multiple times. Yeah, it's quite bad. I mean, stuff like, you remember the yeah. yeah, we joke about it, but it's pretty fucking terrible it that we awful. live next. But the, the fact that there was a stabbing didn't phase anyone because it was just like, oh, that's just a Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, someone else is dead. You know? Ooh. Yeah. That's kind of, yeah, that's not the best thing to no. to be happy about, but, you know. And it gets worse in the carnival. Yeah, carnival and carnival, Notting Hill carnival runs through that area. It gets a lot worse. Well, I think what makes it well, worse now like is, do you days. know what happens now? Because Halsen used to be Carib- Afro-Caribbean, like that, and that was what Carnival used to be. Yeah. They now have a Portuguese and Brazilian effect uh, to that as well, and that is my area. Literally, my yeah. area of Kinsley is literally uh, Portuguese and Brazilian area. So I have everyone coming from Halsen and just walk by. Yeah. Ridiculous. That's true, actually. Yeah, I knew that. But anyway, what were we talking about before we got into start talking about fucking Carnival? Uh, we started off, our very first topic was... Oh, teachers chasing us around the school. Teachers chasing us around the school. Okay, so we would, what would we do? We'd basically go up and sit around and we weren't allowed to be inside the school during our break times. We'd we also do it, though, when we had free periods. So when we didn't have lessons, we'd go, like, if we were all about, we'd go and sit up there. And then in our free lessons, we just do nothing. And teachers would come out of their class and they'd Shouldn't you be studying and things like that? And it got to a point where we'd hear a door open, everyone would stand up and just start pretending to yeah, work somewhere. Yeah, we'd, we'd just stand up and teach like, you have to go, yeah, we heard you, and we'd wait for them to go around the corner, sit down, and they'd come back and like, you haven't left. Yeah, we got told we can stay here. Who said that? 
One of the TAs. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> someone said it. Some, I think it was me, but I'm not really <laughs> sure. Someone definitely said it. I mean, it got to the point where we had drama teachers, the art, art teachers, teachers, history and teachers, Mr. McKenna, all at the yeah. same spot, just coming by every 30 seconds. It my favourite story about the place is, it got to the point in year 11 where you just not bothered to go back to your form tutor as soon as possible. Yeah. You had five minutes. If you got that any point, you signed in as on time. And yeah. We would always kind of be in the way because we were the big kids of year sevens who were up there. Oh, the little, little year sevens. That I remember we were probably about double their size. I remember the time Rusey, who was about the size of year sevens, yeah. lay in their way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead of going over him or around Every, him, they turned around yeah. and went the other way or waited for him to move. To be fair, though, if I was a little year seven oh, yeah. and I saw fucking year 11s lying on the floor, <laughs> I'd either join them or avoid them heavily. I'd be, I'd be amazed if anyone joined us, though. Yeah, like, exactly. So, I'm very yeah. tempted to join Ruse myself and just lie on the floor and watch kids. Like, because some kids would walk around you, the year nines. Yeah. Just call you a fucking idiot and then walk around. <laughs> the people who'd been there, like, for a few years and you who recognised your face. Yeah. But the year sevens who'd been there for about three months were like, if I do this, he's going to kick me. Yeah. They, they started learning not to trust anyone. Yeah, which is good in our school. You shouldn't trust anyone. And no, I mean, like, very early on, you had people asking me, oh, where's this one? It's at the other side of the building. Yeah. Just because people have done it to me. It's year sevens. It's almost initiation that doesn't involve your head getting flushed down the toilet. Yeah, that was quite good, to be fair, though. I never got, like, that kind of thing happened to me, yeah. I got threatened with it. I never got threatened with it. That's because you were big. I was tiny. Yeah, I did get kicked into a toilet, though, once. I didn't know that. No. I never got anything But I, I was in year seven, and they were sixth form. I don't know why. It was so weird. Like, I was just literally walking down the hallway, and, but there was no one around, apart from, like, these sixth formers. And then I got kicked into a toilet, and I was like, oh, my God, they're going to rape me. And then, like, and then obviously I'm year seven, I just get kicked in the fucking side through a door. <laughs> I'm like, I start crying because I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Rape is upon me. <laughs> this is how it all ends. And so I get kicked in, and they've obviously, pl- there's about seven of them, and they've obviously planned this for ages. They've obviously been waiting around for some people. And you know what the worst thing was? I was with someone who was like a year eight, year nine, yeah. and we were both walking down somewhere because we were looking for someone, and they they obviously saw the six formers, turned around and started walking the other way, and I was just like, what's going on, why are you going now? And he was like, I'm just going this way. And I was like, oh, okay. And I kept, not, I'm going this way because they're obviously going to beat the shit out of us. Just, I'm going this way and you can go get kicked. I don't care. And so I just walk along, like, because the toilet door is on one side, one, like, two of the six formers are on the other side, smashed straight into the door, through the door, there's, like, four of them inside the toilet. I think that's pretty weird. (laughs) There's two of them outside, and they're just like, okay, we're going to get a little kid, we're going to put him in the toilet where you four are, and then, and then what? No, yet. we'll figure it out. (laughs) And so, obviously, I've been, like fucking kicked in shit into this toilet and I'm just standing in there like fucking bawling my eyes out because I'm just like I don't know what's happening and I hurt everywhere and then one of them is just like oh no we should stop he's crying we shouldn't do this and it's just proper like are you alright oh we're really sorry and I'm just like why did you do it in the first place I, I, I should point out 
Crying in your seven and eight was the best mechanism you could have as a defense. Yeah, it was just it like, was just, oh, it's fine. It's just suddenly like, oh, shit, I went a bit too far. Whereas if you had it right, you're like, he's still good to go, he's still good to go, me yeah. cry. Yeah, it was pretty much just like, until you cry, you're fair game to get the shit kicked yeah. out of you. And then as soon as you start, it, it's just like, oh my god, we're so sorry. Oh, we're the worst people <laughs> in the world. It's just like, we're the worst people in the world, whether I cry or not. <laughs> My crying doesn't affect your worseness. You're just fucking idiots. And so, yeah, so that happened. Um, so if I was a year seven and I saw someone lying on the floor, I'd be like, that's a setup. I'm going to walk over them and they're going to kick me in the yeah. bollocks. Well, I, I will love, I will say this, I, will love, I did love it and I love it now as well. It's just remembering it. It's when I was in sixth form. We were in year seven. We were the biggest. We were the yeah. oldest. You get um, a rush of people going to lunch. And the first lunch was always for the year sevens and eights. Yeah. And you'd exit your classroom, and they'd bump off of you. And you wouldn't feel it, but they would go flying. Yeah. That was so brilliant. With their backpacks bigger than they were. <laughs> and they're just running about. And then they, like, try and squeeze through the tiniest gaps of, like, massive groups of people. I, I would have got my way to get in the way or anything. But they bumped into me. I would get I was, in. I, would I, I was wide enough anyway. Yeah. I would just kind of take a little step one way just to see if he had the <laughs> ability and reflexes. Like, like, oh! I did. I mean, I remember asking an off street where we jumped between yeah, people. And yeah, like, that's where I learned <laughs> to do that kind of thing. Just walking down Oxford Street, you're just like, bleh, 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 in and out of everyone. In and out of tourists taking pictures of McDonald's. Like, they've never seen it before. Like, what is this <laughs> magical yellow place? But yeah, so I, I do miss being able to just go, oh, the little kid falling off of me. Yeah. I do that now, I'm like, I'm a bastard. Yeah. But yeah. if I do that in school, it's fine. It was. Like, that's the thing. Because it's not like what happened to me, where we're kicking them into yeah. the toilet. They're, they're being idiots and doing something they're not allowed to. They're like running, running through fucking uh, the speed of light, just bashing into <laughs> people. We just happen to be so much bigger than they are that they just fucking bounce straight off us and fly into the floor the or into thing. other year sevens. The That's the best thing. Yeah, I was like, the best thing was when they bounce off the others and you just get this domino effect. Yeah, and, and they, they all just fall over. Like, fatter than everyone and couldn't run. And just yeah. like, oh, shit, stops and gets past them and he gets his own first. Yeah. That, I think that was the fat man's game. <laughs> the fat man's game was just to be like, okay, I'm going to jog my little way through as many as I can and then eventually they're all going to fall over <laughs> my body weight's going to keep me up because I've got my backpack that's bigger than they are but I can carry it because I've got the weight to and then they waddle on into the front of the queue and it's like yes I get my food first and so they do it because they're fat but then they become more fat because they do it because they get the best food yeah exactly I will say this though it was only year 17 that year 8 learned and they went outside yeah, you spent a year doing it. You spent a year going, oh, why am I f- I'm falling on the floor? <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, your rate comes out. There's a door there. I'm going to run. Yeah. I'm not going to bump into anyone. It's across the empty field. <laughs> I'll go that way. Where I can go as fast as I want. Yeah. Then you win. Yeah. And it's like, you do learn a lot, like, once you get to um, year eight. Year seven is a lot of fucking learning curves. Year seven is basically where to avoid yeah. What to avoid. Your eight's where you can go, what you can do. I mean, year seven, I remember three people in my class got locked out of, um, basically we had to queue up outside for a, a DT lesson. Yeah. And it had to be open through a fire door that can only open from the inside. Yeah. And the DT teacher hadn't realised they were there, closed the door on them. And instead of them going the two minute other routes, they started kicking the door as hard as they could to try and get in. 
before getting stopped by our head of year, whose office was right next to where they were. That's just ridiculous. That's but as like you said, you don't know your head of year's offices unless you need to go home. See. Yeah. So you never learn these things. Yeah, it's true. And the thing, like, I remember um, just kind of standing around at one point. It, uh, I think I was about to go home because I had, like, no periods for, like, six or seven. And um, there was these two kids, and they were, like, they were standing right at the front of the school where basically there's the reception, the hall, and the toilets. And they were standing there, and they were just like, oh, like, we've got, like, maths now. We're so close, because all the maths classes were, like, first world. They were really close. I think I was there at this point. Yeah. And, like, one of them was just like, oh, we've got maths. And then the other one was like, no, we don't. We've got something else. And they, like, checked their little schedules. And then they were just like, oh, no, we've got IT, which is right across the other side of the school, up the floor. And so they literally just legged it as fast as they could. Why can't I just follow them around a little just, just to be like, oh, how far are they going to get before they realise that they're just going to be late no matter what? Because that's what you get to. It gets to the stage, like, in year seven and a little bit in year eight, when you're going to be late, you rush as much as you can to get to that lesson so you're not actually that, you're like a minute late rather than five. Once you get past year eight, you, when you're going to be late, you're just like, I'm going to be late. late. Fuck I'm it. just going to make, like, I'm just going to Oh, when you get, get to year nine, and if you were playing football with the guys I was playing football with, we'd wait for the bell, we'd wait for the teacher to come over, we'd wait for the teacher to pick up the ball, we'd get the ball back, we'd play football again. Yeah. It was when the teacher only gave us the ball when we were inside, our classroom would be, like, be in our classroom. Yeah. There was one point in time where... Which we, you were basically forced into. There was one point in time, I mean, it was most, apart from, like, two guys in my class, all the boys would play football. We missed an entire period, first period, of a double science lesson playing football. No one came out to say, why are you out here playing football? No one noticed we were in the most obvious position ever. We were in the cage. Yeah. We had PE lessons going on. No teachers near us. We kicked a mirror off of a car by accident. <laughs> the ball the car park it. was right next yeah, to where the, it was like, the cage, a car park. Yeah. And no one came out and then we were like, guys, it's the second period now. Should we go back in? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No time right, for it. Then. We were like, well, you said you, you could do it. And she just like, did I? <laughs> this is, this is... That was, oh, I hated that woman. That was the best. I think um, we did that to one of our English teachers. Literally every lesson, she was just like, oh, has everyone done their homework? And we'd all be like, nope. It wasn't for today. Like, yeah, we yeah. had two lessons with her a week. We had a double on a Tuesday and a single on a Thursday. And whenever the double, all our homework was always due for a double on a Tuesday. And the double on a Tuesday would come around and it would just be like, oh, have you, have you all done your homework? I hope you've got it to hand in. And everyone, universally, We'd just be like, it was for Thursday. You told that, us it that was, was for I Thursday. Think, that was the class excuse. We used it a lot as well. Like, yeah. I've done your homework. No, you said it was for Friday. But I set it on Friday. Yes, it's not a lot, but you said Friday. And everyone just had their homework diaries. Like, one person would have written down as Friday. I'm like, look. Yeah, you'd be writing it down just then, just like, yeah, you yeah, yeah, really look, look. Cross out Tuesday, really Thursday. Got, I mean, in year seven, it's again, like learning things, you use your homework diary every lesson. Yeah. You're like, oh, you have to do this, that, this, and that. By year eight, you're like, I, if I find halfway through year seven, you're just like, this is pointless. <laughs> I mean, when we were there, we got these, like, crap booklets, and when, yeah. when we were leaving, they got these awesome they got proper, like, bound right. books, yeah. and we just got little fucking leaflets, basically. Yeah. yeah. Really terribly. And they had to last us, like, an entire, entire year. year. And if we lost one, we had to pay, like, two pounds for another one. Yeah, which is a lot in year seven. That's lunch. Yeah, that's your lunch for, the, for like, two days. Um, but, yeah, like, those... Uh, and so we used that excuse throughout the whole year. Yeah. Literally every lesson, 
And I don't understand how she didn't realise that we were fucking with her. Like, I don't understand how she didn't notice that every time she... Like, didn't she ever write it down? Why did she never write down that it was actually due for a Tuesday? Because at, like, every time we did that, um, she'd be like, oh, well, I'll give you more homework on the Thursday then. The Thursday <laughs> would come around, she'd forget to give us homework and be like, oh, is it is it due for, like, um, I, like that homework is due for today, isn't it? And we'd all be like, no, it's due for next Tuesday. <laughs> and I don't remember doing a piece of homework for that class, ever. I, I don't Maybe once doing, or twice. I don't remember doing a piece of homework for year 13. Yeah. The whole of year 13, it was literally, I could come up with excuse after excuse after excuse after excuse. Yeah, and, and like, and they would just buy it. They would either just buy it or they just, just stopped caring. Yeah. No, no, they would just like, I can't be stop caring. Yeah, uh, most of my teachers, apart from one teacher, was basically like, I want to get a piece of homework from Adam. Yeah, he's not done any. I don't you know. I never did a piece of homework for her, and I had her for year 10, 11, 12, and thirteen. That's impressive. I did. I, I mean, I was always a good student, uh, but in business, I was considered on the bad side. The first thing she taught us was a definition of business, which yeah. is now implanted in my head. Anything um, about business? And she's like, uh, she looks like my little thing that you have to fold over and have your name on. Adam. Yeah. What's the definition of a business? For me, luckily, they just installed whiteboards. And they right, right, oh, right behind her. I loved it when teachers did that. They it's were, like, it is da 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 da. da. They tried to catch you out and they were just like, oh, so you obviously weren't listening, so what's this? And you just be like, um, what is this, this, and this? And they'd just be like, shit's good. Okay. Damn it. Right. <laughs> and you'd be right. And they'd like, because they'd love it, like, you and I'd love it. I'd love it when they do it to people who did get it wrong, because they'd be like, ha, you did get it wrong. That happened to me, because I can talk, but I, I've got two ears. <laughs> one for talking, one for listening to you teaching bullshit. Or I can just read behind everyone. <laughs> yeah. And that was the easiest thing, when they did ask you something that was literally on the board behind them, and they didn't think to cover it up. Just like, oh, well, the answer's right behind me. If you just look past my head, you might be able to answer the question. Some people wouldn't have been able to do it. So that, that was a level of intelligence in our school. Yeah. You get asked question. It's on the board. It's near you. I don't know, miss. Or someone's literally just said it. Yeah. Oh, my favorite thing was when you had tests in class and the answers were on the walls. Yeah. Yeah, in like science lessons and stuff <laughs> like that. It'd be stuff like, oh, um, draw um, how a the elemental structure of solid and gases. Yeah. Or just like... And it'd be right next to you. like... Okay. Or just like on the periodic table, what is this element? Like, what is the uh, like, what is F or what is like whatever? And you just look at the periodic table that's next to you and just be like, okay, that's that then. I know what that is. That's pretty easy. I remember in one double lesson of science, I was like really hyper, but I was in the mood to work, which was really weird for me as well. Um, I did basically a term of work in double lesson, so for the rest of the term, I could just sit in the back of the classroom. <laughs> I can sleep in that class and the teacher can wake me up going, Adam, what's the answer to this? I'm like, this, that, and that. It's in my book. Read my book. <laughs> like, you'd have to do your book at the end of the class and she'd yeah, yeah, yeah. like, I'm done. And I, I, if I didn't have to attend the class, if I could be absent from the class, I wouldn't attend that class. I'm going home. It was last lesson on a Friday. That's what started, started, started to happen. That's what started to happen in, like, in six form and stuff. You'd get, I'd get free periods in the morning. So I'm just like, oh, great. I don't have to come in the morning. So I don't have to get up at the and get up at 10 o'clock. But then I would get up at 10 o'clock. And I'd be like, oh, well, I've got, I've got school at 11. Don't anymore. <laughs> Just not going. I had a lot of that. The thing is, my lessons were always in the middle of the day. And you just kind of like, I can't be 
Okay. My mum would come home and she was like, how was school today? It was fine. Yeah. It was good. Did you get any homework? I think so. I'm not actually sure it didn't go, but <laughs> whatever. But going back to science, one of my favourite um, ever kind of science lessons stories is we were all in um, like a kind of... Di- we were basically... Wait, I think it was year... I think it was year 11. Uh, so we should point out that in years 10 and 11, they kind of split the year groups, the classes, and mix them all together. You have two high sets, two low sets. So people who were in QMPK mixed together. Yeah. So Although, we basically yeah. be in the same class for science but and nothing else. But we weren't. We were the only class we had together with maths. Yeah. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? And that was only year 11. Yeah. So we, um... Basically, we had... Uh, detention. We had a class-wide detention. In this class-wide detention, like, different people had different kind of lengths of time for detention. So, my detention was about, like, three, four minutes long, and somebody that I always walked home with, Harold, his detention was about half an hour long. And so, and he was just like, oh, like, we'll still walk home together. I was just like, I'm not waiting half an hour. It takes me, like, 15 minutes to get home. I can get home and come back and then walk home with you again, and that will be just the same amount of time. And he was just like, don't worry, I'll get out. And I was just like, oh, okay. So we're in this science class, and the science classes are on right at the back of the school, first, second floor. We're on the second floor science class, and um, I'm about, like, I'm kind of... All my detentions almost up, and like there's because it was kind of in groups. So one, there's like four or five people that had a five minute, couple of people that had ten, twenty, thirty, and it kind of got to the extent of that like we were coming up on the five minute one, and I was just like, well, how are you gonna get out? Like how are you? She literally her desk is right next to the door. You're not gonna walk past her. And he was kind of like, oh well, I can if like everyone just groups around me that I can I can kind of like walk in the middle of them, and because he wasn't really short. But he was shorter than I was, and so he could kind of stand behind me and not be seen. And so we were like, oh, we could try and do that. But then the people, the other people who had got the five-minute attention were, like, I wasn't a bad kid as well. I was quite, like, I was a good kid. I would hardly get attention. But the other people who got attention, because it was class-wide, and it was basically, if you did nothing, you had a five-minute detention. And so all the kind of, like, the really goody two-shoots kids. The kids who, if Harold had tried to walk behind me, would have just been like, uh, miss, there's a kid trying to sneak out? Yeah. <laughs> they would have, um, they would have basically, like, just kind of snitched on him and he would have been caught and then would have give, been given an extra half an hour. So, we're all kind of, like, trying to figure out, and there's a couple of us just like, oh, what could you do, what could you do? And he stands next to the window and is just like, I'm going to jump out the window. And I'm just like, for fuck's sake. I thought we were going to walk home together, not I'm carrying you in a fucking ambulance. And so he's just like, no, there's like a little metal grating. And there was a little metal grating. It was really shit metal grating. I literally don't know what it was for. I don't know what it could have been used for, apart from just to have metal grating on the side. Because it wasn't all joined. They were just, it was kind of like two... Two little panels it of metal sticking out. It was for keeping the sun at your eyes and never worked. It was a piece of pointless. Is that what it was for? It was what it was for. That is ridiculous. The sun was always in your eyes in science, no matter what. Yeah, that, that does not work at all. 
Um, and it was really like I think the flags worked better. They were black. Yeah, it wasn't sheet metal either. No, it was just kind of little slits. Little slits, and so there was kind of gaps in it where, like, maybe your foot wouldn't go through, but your hand and half your arm would probably go through it. And so he was just like, "I'm going to climb out the window," and I'm just like, "What? What are you talking about? You're going to climb out the window?" And so the teacher's sitting at the front of the class. She's marking work, looking up. Every so often, like hardly ever, just kind of looking up at whenever the like five minute was was gonna go, and so she kind of looked at the clock, and there's still like a couple of minutes left. Um, and Harris just like, okay, just hold on to my back. Like, if you leave before you can throw it out the window, just leave, and like I'll meet you downstairs and just take my bag. With so like I, I was holding on to his bag, and he was just like he kind of climbed. Because he has to, he can't just like kind of climb out the window quite, the windows are high above desks. So he had to climb onto like a desk surface, stand on that right at the back of the class, like standing on a desk. How you didn't see him, I don't know. Then climb out the window, hold onto the window ledge and drop down onto the metal grating, which was maybe like a foot's length. Um, underneath where his feet were, so he yeah. dropped onto. He didn't just like stand it was up. about a me- meter. It, it was between a meter and a half and two meters below the window. Yeah, so he's dangling off it. He's dangling off, and he has to drop a little bit. And he drops, and you all of a sudden, everyone hears this like metal crash. But the teacher looks up, so no one can look out the window. But we're all like, "Oh my god, is he dead? <laughs> has he fallen to his death?" But none of us can look. And so, like, and she looks up and is looking around and was just like, what was that? And we're just like, I don't know. And she sees that the window is open. And she's like, oh, it must have been outside. Can someone close the window? And so I go over and I've got my hand on the window and I'm just, like, looking down. And just like, please don't be dead. Please don't be dead. Please. Oh, my God, he made it onto the metal grate. And I'm holding the window. And, like, I'm really delayed in closing this window because I'm like, are you all right? And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. And then he just jumps from another, like, metre and a half from the metal grate. Well, that was like two and a half metres down. Yeah, 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 it was pretty fucking... Under, like, luckily it was onto grass. Hard fucking earth. But there was some grass. And so he jumps down and he's just like, oh, okay, like, I'll wait down here. And I was like, oh, okay, then. Well, well done to you. <laughs> and then I, like, I was just like, oh, five minutes is up now, right? And she looked at, like, her watch or the clock or something. And she was just like, oh, yeah, everyone who's in here for five minutes can leave. And you hear, like, people just being like, oh, I want to go to... Blah, blah, blah. And one person did try to sneak out, didn't work. So luckily we didn't do that, because otherwise he would have been caught. And they got like, they had a 20 minute and they got an extra like 10, so they were stuck for 30 now. And so I walked out, went downstairs, he was down there just waiting for me, just being like, oh yeah, I got out, that was easy. Um, And we, like, that wasn't the last ever lesson. That was like a lesson at the beginning of the year. We never heard anything about it. She never said anything about like, oh, where did you go? Like, you weren't in the detention for half an hour, so you've obviously snuck out. Like, I think maybe he snuck out so well that she was too embarrassed to say anything, that to the extent of just, like, he snuck out and I couldn't even see it. And I don't know how he's done it. And so I'm just too embarrassed to say anything to anyone about it. Like, because... He never heard anything for it. Like, he never got an extra... Det- he never had to make up the detention or anything. So he got away with that from jumping out a window. There we go, then. Any youngsters listening? 
are apparently the best way to avoid detention, risk your life. Jump out a window. Jump out of a second story window. We don't recommend that. If you do it, you are liable for your own safety. Uh, if you want to sue someone, we'll give you Harold's details. Yes. His story. So, as we always do in Three Words Max, um, Adam today has come with a little more prepared than last week. He's come with um, a three-word review, and he's going to introduce it now. Um, a little thing about this. I am, I'd never seen Robot Chicken until last night. Robot Chicken is an animated show. It's kind of animated. It's stop-motion animation. Um, that they use kind of like figures and toys um, from kind of like pop culture. So there's a lot of like Star Wars, and they do... There's three Star Wars specials. Um, and all that kind of stuff, and there's like Voltron and Transformers, there's a load of like, it's very kind of pop culture heavy, and it's got, it's co-created, and a lot of it's written and directed by Seth Green, who is in, who was in Buffy, who was in um, Austin Powers as, who was he in Austin Powers? Scott, Scott, Scott Evil. Scott Evil, yeah, Dr. Evil's son, and in Buffy he was Oz, and he was in this show called Tucker, where he played himself. <laughs> I remember that. Because it was a show about like a skateboarder kid. And it was it was a pretty terrible show. But he played himself. And I always thought uh, the only reason I enjoyed it. Was because he would always refer to things that happened in Buffy. And I'd be like oh my god this is awesome. Because I'm a massive Buffy fan. So that's the introduction out of the way. That's, that's my version of the three words max review. Because I can say anything in three words only. But... Now, Adam's three-word match review of uh, Robot Chicken. Of Robot Chicken. Hard to follow. Hard to... What? That? Oh. It creates three words. You can only use three words. And hard that's to follow. my review. I can't explain it. It, for me, hard to follow. Wow. I don't know how to go out on that now. That sounds really negative, but I really love it. Oh, no, no. I'm not saying it's negative. You way. can't say anything else. That's the whole point of the three but, words. But, but, you but, ruined it's it. It's hard to follow. Okay. So, anyway... So we've done I that review now. Point out for that review. I was really sleepy. Well, that's your own fault yeah. then. But now you've just added to the... You've defeated the purpose of the three words max review. Yeah. You've ruined our structure in episode three. We've done it twice. This is oh. we've done it. Good God. We didn't do the first one. No, we didn't even do we the first one. No, because we didn't have a name yet. Well, don't say that. I've got to, I've got to put it in <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> they know you don't have a name. You said it. That's true. We did talk about it in the first episode. But anyway, now we're just blathering... Yeah. So, this episode, we, we found out about our school lives. Adam ruined the three-word Max review. So, I think there's only one thing left that we can say. Thanks for listening. Wait, 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 wait! Don't stop listening! We've got more. We've got more just to tell you, just to inform you of some things that we've finally gotten around to setting up. So, we've set up our website. That's possibly where you got this from. And the website is threewordsmaxpodcast.wordpress.com. So go onto the website, that's where you can see all the latest updates, all that kind of stuff, and what else have we got? Alternatively, we've got Facebook, uh, search Three Words Max Podcast onto Facebook, and um, yeah, there you'll find our latest little things, our little rants or whatever. I'm saying rants, it's going to be rants. Yeah, it's going to be me talking shit. (laughs) (laughs) And lastly? Oh, and as well... We've also got a Gmail account. It's three words max podcast at gmail.com. Any fan mail you want to send us, just send it straight that way. Three words max podcast at gmail.com. Three words max podcast dot wordpress dot com. And three words max podcast on, on Facebook. 
easy to find. If you listen to the show, hopefully you know what the title is, and therefore you'll be able to find all the information that you need about where to go to annoy us and talk to us, and we will, I will respond. Guaranteed. Guaranteed response from Asa Wheatley. Non-guaranteed response from Adam, unless you swear and he will tell you to go fuck yourself. Essentially. Essentially. Now you can go. Thanks for listening.